and welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told to the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Here's your news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories. I am your host, Fred, and that great theme music's by Roger Gregg of Crazy Dog Audio Theater. And uh, today we are wrapping up our adventure the last four weeks to that lofty mansion high atop a mountaintop with windows that are like a thousand eyes looking Inward, our tour of Inverness, and actually the return to Inverness, um, the imagined epic of Tom Lopez, um, which originally with the fourth tower of Inverness, started his 40-year journey into audio drama. Um, he created the character of Jack Flanders and an interesting supporting group of characters who uh, <laughs> fleshed out this um, kooky old castle um, and the alternate worlds that it uh, reveals upon. Um, week five, um, if you haven't been tuning in so far, it's going to be a little bit odd to follow, but you can uh, check back the previous episodes on the Radio Drama Revival archives at radiodramarevival.com. Um, yeah, we have a mysterious energy at the uh, mansion of Inverness. We're going to start to track down who's actually um, in uh, responsible for it, and it might be, um, <clears throat> what can we say, some alchemy involved, as well as a dragon. Um, and the secret to it all may lie with a little girl named Little Frida may be able to help us sort this thing out. Um, yeah, so we'll get into that as a whole complete uncut fifth CD, um, the conclusion of Return to Inverness. It's a fantastic story. was my introduction to ZBS, um, and one of the th- plays that got me hooked on audio drama and <laughs> now you know where i am today uh first up we have captain radio with something very special captain radio has uh just wrapped up his first original production um it aired over on the sonic society and that's all i'm gonna say for now we'll let captain radio introduce his piece captain uh go from here Greetings, Audionauts. Captain Radio here with a preview of my first full audio drama feature. Made possible by Rode Microphones. Passionate, unique audio transforms our world. You start with Rode. Visit RodeMic.com. That's R-O-D-E-M-I-C.com. Every journey begins with a first step, and Captain Radio Productions recently took that first full step in producing Breakup, a non-commercial tribute to Challenge of the Yukon. This action tale redo from the annals of the ever-popular Sergeant Preston and his fabulous canine companion King has been updated with a new cast as well as modern, realistic stereo sound depth and exciting new special effects. Please join me now for a preview that includes the complete opening, followed by excerpts from other scenes. The Challenge of the Yukon. It's King, swiftest and strongest lead dog of the North Country. Blazing the trail for Sergeant Preston of the Northwest Mounted Police in his relentless pursuit of lawbreakers. On page, on huskies. Gold, gold discovered in the Yukon. A stampede to the Klondike in a greedy race for riches. Back to the days of the gold rush and the adventures of Sergeant Preston and his wonder dog, Yukon King, as they meet the challenge of the Yukon. No, I'm going to get back to Dawson as fast as I can and report to the police. Uh, Monsieur, I am going to Dawson. Is it possible for me to travel with you? Well, I don't know why not. I don't have any cargo now. Sure, climb on board. Merci. It's a good idea. You can be a witness to what happened. Oui, it will be a pleasure. My name is Pierre Raymond. I'm Randy Clark. Get along there, Antonio. Come on, we're heading back to town. All right, must. Get along. The tracks led directly to the door. 
The sergeant did not hesitate. Quiet now, boy. I want to take him by surprise. Now! Throw up your hands! What the? Sergeant Preston! I'll kill you! Nice shooting. Too bad for you it wasn't straight. Oh, my arm! He didn't hit you, did he, Sergeant? No, he didn't. Oh, thank goodness. Despite our extremely limited sound effects budget, I am very pleased with how one particular original sound effect embellished the final conflict scene starring the mighty Yukon River, the Canadian Northwest. What was that? The explosion busted apart the ice jam before it could melt. Now these giant ice flow chunks are crashing together in this torrent. You'd be crushed between them. Where's Brad? I'm afraid he went under. He's in the water. I'll help him. Hurry, Sergeant! Another flow is spinning at us! Please help me! King! Karen! Grab his clothing! Now pull! As hard as you can! Listen to Breakup as part of the 2011 Sonic Society Summer Stock Festival at sonicsociety.org. Until next time, Audionauts, this is Captain Radio, signing off. All right, thank you, Captain Radio. That uh, Challenge of the Yukon is available at sonicsociety.org, and you'll find a link to it in this week's show notes, and you'll also find an embedded audio link in the upcoming uh, review or you know Captain Radio episode that is typically on Wednesdays at Radio Drama Revival. So if you do hear our regular podcast, on uh, typically released on a Friday, and want to hear more, Captain Radio usually has an expanded edition of his review on each subsequent Wednesday. So hope you check that out. And if you've got your own show, um, submit it with at our website, radiodramarevival.com. We do keep uh, listening to and um, to trying to get the word out about new productions. In fact, one of the productions I was uh, to, reached through the website very recently is actually going to be on the show next week. Really excited to share with you um, the flying bike Um We'll we'll get there, but first, but first we have this uh, seasoned venerable work by ZBS, Return to Inverness. Um, really pleased to be have the time, the opportunity to share it with you this whole month, and I hope you've enjoyed the ride as much as me. But here is the conclusion: Return to Inverness. High atop a mountain. Above the pines and mist that surrounds the Bay of Inverness, there stands an incredible mansion. Its three towers appear to pierce the sky. Its windows are like a thousand eyes turned inward, and its doors, hinged on time, open into endless space. The morning hour has gold in its mouth. It's early morning. The sky to the east is beginning to turn a lovely shade of blue as Jack makes his way back from the fourth tower and into the passageway that leads through the walls of Inverness. Ah, it's good to be back. The old mansion even feels good. It even smells good. What is that sweet smell? Why do I have this sudden craving for a cup of espresso? I hope that espresso machine in the kitchen is still there. 
As Jack steps out of the wall, he sees a trail of crumbs leading from the sliding panel across the living room, across the library, and across the dining room. Are these cannoli crumbs? He follows the trail into the kitchen where he finds several cups of steaming espresso all in a row and seated at a table behind a small stack of cannolis. Ah, Madame Maltapazzo. Buongiorno, Mr. Flanders. Uh, good morning. Uh, excuse me, are you planning to drink all those espressos? Ma no, I make for everybody, please. Ah, thanks. Mm. Wow, this is exactly what I needed. You have a cannoli, see? Oh, thanks. Mm. Well, have you enjoyed your stay here in Inverness? Molto bene. I like your inn. I like the way everything lights up, you know? Light up? Yes, light floats up, you know? Oh, you mean the, the furniture and things. Yes, so lights. It, it didn't bother you, huh? Ma no, I floats too. <laughs> <coughs> you were you were floating? See, si, see, si, a little bit I floats. You mean you actually floated up off the floor? Yeah, I floats, I sing, you make me very happy. You try sometime. <laughs> yeah, floating and singing. <laughs> You're a big house. I love my voice. Oh, you mean singing inside the walls, the, the echo. I see, I wanted to stay. Oh, excuse me? You want to stay? See, si, Mano, I cannot. Ah, so you're leaving. My driver, he no come back. So, you're not leaving. See, si, your man, Signore Wemabem, he say he very happy to drive me far, far away. Well, he's so considerate. <laughs> uh, Madame, uh, where exactly in the walls were you able to float? You want to do two? Oh, sure, maybe. Uh, I don't know exactly, but I know is behind a big, come uh, dice, place for fire. Place for, oh, fireplace. See, si, see, si. you find, you float, you sing. Switch it, yo! Excuse me, madame, your limousine? Ah. Grazie, grazie, signore Wemabem. Ah, uh, now I must go. Well, it sure was nice having, I, I mean, meeting you, madama. <laughs> Maybe one day very soon I have holiday, and again I stay at your Verness Inn, you see? Verness Inn. Ah, right. <laughs> oh, we'd be, we'd be honored. Bene. Mm -hmm. Ciao. I wonder what Wham-Bam put in those cannolis. So you and little Frida went through all that just to steal this bone. <laughs> well, this bone saved my skin. I know that a relic from a saint can pack a lot of juice, but I didn't know they used saints' relics to bash demons over the head. <laughs> well, I'll tell you something, Mojo. She sure came in handy. If little Frida is bringing back the rest of the bones, what are you going to do with them? <laughs> Every old house needs at least one skeleton in the closet. I think you got enough of them here. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mojo, anything happened while I was away? Nothing worth mentioning. 
You lured the diva out of the walls? Yeah. The old cannoli come on. <laughs> we left a trail of cannolis, and she <laughs> followed them on out. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. She said something about floating in the air. Everything's been floating around here. No, no, no. She meant herself. <laughs> she was floating? Yeah. Man, that's got to be one powerful spot to give her a lift off. <laughs> she said it was something in the walls, behind a fireplace. How many fireplaces you got here? Oh, I don't know. Ten, twelve. Can you get behind them? Well, maybe a few. Well, I guess we can find out. After a couple of hours of constant failure... Hmm. Most of the chimneys are built on the outside of the mansion. There's nothing to get behind. We haven't checked the one in the kitchen. There's a sliding panel in the broom closet. Really? How'd you discover that? Oh, I've been watching Wham Bam. Wham Bam? You sure he's Wham Bam? Why do you ask that? There's something about him... Here we go. Ah, there is a passageway behind the fireplace. Huh. Do you see anything? No. It ends just beyond the... Mojo, I think you're hovering. Is that why I'm treading air up here? Why is it right behind the fireplace? It feels like a concentration of that, that, that tingly stuff. Is it coming up from the floor beneath you? It's nice up here. Makes me want to sing. Figaro, Figaro, Figaro. Mojo, Mojo, no, 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 stop. Come on down, come on. Figaro. Why is this hollow wall partitioned off? I mean, look at this, it, it's new. What's behind it? It's on the same wall as the dumbwaiter. Well, what's below us? Maybe the dumbwaiter goes down as well as up. Well, most dumbwaiters do that. Maybe this one goes down below the cellar. Hmm, let's take a look. You're right. It does go way the heck down somewhere. I saw Wham Bam sending something down there. It smelled like curry. Well, I can't fit in here. Don't look at me. I'm bigger than you. No, no, no. I, I was just thinking, where is little Frida when you need her? <laughs> That's about her size. Now, what about that partition inside the wall? It would be just about behind this cupboard. I... Wait a minute. These are fake doors. This isn't a cupboard. It's an elevator. A freight elevator? You didn't know about this? No, it wasn't here before. Not the first time I came to Inverness. Could fit a whole lot of furniture in here. You know, you're right. You could. Hmm. Well, which button should I push? How many we got? Four. This level, and it looks like three levels below us. Let's try the last one. I like to get to the bottom of things. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Man, we're going deep. I got the feeling when we step out, we'll be greeted by some guy in a red suit. Well, boys, we've been cooking up something real hot for you two cool cats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the elevator stopped. Oh, man. Look at that. Oh, darn.
The more you tramp on a turd, the broader it grows. Jack and Mojo discovered a secret elevator that took them deep into the center of the mountain. When the elevator finally stopped and they stepped out, what is this? Looks like something Nikola Tesla would have been proud of. How did they get all this equipment in here? Not through the kitchen door. You know, maybe through the cave and, and down to the elevator. Man, some of this stuff looks ancient. Yeah, it's a strange combination. Sort of cast iron meets digital. Hey, hey, there's someone coming. The Macintosh man. He stopped. He doesn't see us. Listen, you come from this way, and I'll come from there. Jump. Watch it. He's slippery. Look, if I have to, I'll bunk him with St. Seymour here. <laughs> that bone sure comes in handy. Shh, shh, shh. When I give the word, I'll bounce. I got you. Okay. Now, Mojo. Oh, my goodness. There he goes. Get him. No, you don't. Got you. No, no, no. Holy mackerel. It's Chief Wampum. Is that a thigh bone that you banish about and you threaten me so? That's right. That is one fine bone. Where did you find it? What? Where did you dig this up? In the fourth tower. Oh. I helped little Frida steal it back from the Rakshasas. Let me see. Um, I don't think so. Please, please let me see. No tricks, Chief. No, no, no. All right. Here. Oh, this feels very nice. It tingles, yes? Mm. Come, come, come. Follow uh, me, please. What's he doing with it? Beats me. He's waving it around in, in front of those meters. I, look at the way they're responding. I like this one. We can go now. Go? Up, 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 up. Mojo, you know, you look like a chief too, yes? Huh. That's because these African ropes are what you left me after you took all of my clothes. But you look very nice. Chief, where are our clothes? In the room store. The what? <laughs> I think he means the storeroom. Yes, his Chief, why are you constantly stealing things? Oh, but whatever we take, we give to, yes. Yeah, but why? Lady Giles, she would not allow change. It was time for change, yes? Hmm. You mean there's a whole storeroom filled with furniture and clothes and, and stuff, and you've been rotating it? Yes, yes, yes. You and who else? You would see. Does old Art know something about this? Oh, no, 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 that old Farsee guy, he does not like Chief Wampum. No, no, not at all. <laughs> Why is that? He is a cowboy, and I'm an Indian, and what more can you say? Whoop, <laughs> 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 here we are. Oh, my God. This is Dr. Mazula's old laboratory. This looks like the kind of place where you could put together another Frankenstein. I know. The last time I saw this lab, the, the dragon was destroyed. <laughs> looks pretty intact. Yes, it sure does. Over there, someone in a lab coat. No, he looks a little like... No, no, it can't be. <clears throat> Excuse me. You are Jack? Dr. Dr. Mazula? You are but, but, but we thought you were dead. Yes. But how, how, how did you come back? I didn't. What? Craft must have clothes 
but truth loves to go naked. Chief Wampum took Jack and Mojo on an elevator ride. When they arrived and the doors opened into what was once an alchemist's old laboratory, standing there, busy over his instruments, acting as though nothing had ever happened, was none other than... Dr. Mazzola! Good Lord! Aren't you supposed to be dead? How did you come back? I didn't. What? I didn't leave. Yes, you did. I, I was there. You said you weren't coming back, ever. True. I, I even tried to bargain with the Lords of Death, and, and they said, no way, forget it. <laughs> but you forgot. What? I am an alchemist. Yeah, but... <laughs> oh, man, he did it. I don't get it. Like he said, he's an alchemist. Dr. Missoula, you you don't mean you actually found the alchemist stone? Uh, close. How close? Very close, but... No cigar? <laughs> no cigar. So you mean you, you didn't find the path to eternal life? No, 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 but I, but I found an extension. Well, that's something. Indeed. What did you find? I'd rather not say right now, but you know, maybe one day. Dr. Missoula, what have you been doing here? And why didn't oh, you... Oh, hang on, You know what? I will say this much. I vowed that if I was given a sad chance, I would devote my life to helping others. What others? Humanity. Helping humanity do what? Ah, oh, well, I have used my alchemist skills, combined with my knowledge of biogenetics, to create an organic substance that lives and that breathes. For what purpose? To build a living house. Hmm, what's a living house? It's a house that heals itself. It, it does what? It, 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 it repairs itself. But you mean it's alive? It's alive. Well, it doesn't breathe. I said lives and breathes. Does it eat? Of course. Yeah. And just what does it eat? Air. It eats air? Breathing air, breathing light is a form of eating. Breathing is very notion. Uh, are we talking about that big mushroom? Did you know that the mask man hollowed out that thing? Of course I know. So, you two are in cahoots. He has been of great assistance uh-huh. to me. And what about Wham Bam? Did, did he know? Mm-hmm. He knew. What about that dragon? A chance to go on the yellow blanket. And that bell. What's that? You know, saved by the bell. Remote controlled. Oh. So that's why no one was around when it rang. What about that old computer up in the tower? I was sending clothes. And the foghorn. What foghorn? Well, the one everyone hears, but no one knows where it's coming from. I know nothing about that. Listen, Dr. Missoula, what I want to know is why the big secret? Why didn't you just tell me that you were alive and, and dwelling down here inside this mountain? Because you won't put a stop to my experiments. Look, if I knew it was just mushrooms you were growing, well, well that's fine. But it's this weird energy that you've unleashed. I, I mean, wouldn't you say that things have gotten a bit out of hand? Well, I mean, uh... It's true. We're bouncing off the ceilings up there in that old house. Mm. Oh, I thought I could control it. But you can't. Well, not yet. Madam Trunknose thinks it's, it's some pagan god. And maybe. You're kidding. That's an ancient energy. Aberdeen McGregor apparently chose this site because of this remarkable energy. 
Did you hear something? Oh, it's time to feed Seraphina. Seraphina? The dragon. Uh-oh. But what exactly do you feed a dragon? Ah, Dr. Mazula's own special formula, dragon kibbles. Dragon kibbles? Come on, boys. It's her chow time, but uh, don't try to pet her. <laughs> no problem there. <laughs> Won't you?